Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9. But with summer well and truly here now, Marine and Safety Tasmania, or MAST, is today launching its summer safety campaign. So joining me now to tell us all about it is MAST General Manager for Operations, Peter Hopkins. Peter, good morning. Welcome to Tasmania Talks. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for having me. No, an absolute pleasure. You guys uh, and girls do some wonderful work. Now, first of all, remind us of the obvious. Why is boating and water safety so important? Uh, something happens in your boat, Mike, you can't get out and walk home. Simple as that. So what we're asking is for everybody uh, out there on the water this summer is to just have a little bit of a think about it. Um, think about the decision-making process. Um, is it right to go out on an ultra-low tide or an ultra-high tide and get back when the tide's not suitable? Um, thinking about your safety gear, whether it's in service, whether it's been updated according to our legislation, are your flares in service? Is your EPIRP registered at AMPS? All those little things, all the little one percenters, because, look, we want everybody to go out and have a fabulous time on the boat, catch a few fish, um, and come home safely to their families, Mike. Yeah, spot on, Peter. And five months leading up to November 6, Tasmanians lost their lives on the water. That's six too many, isn't it? Certainly is six too many. As, as we know, one's too many, of course, and uh, you know, we're... we're we want to head towards zero. Of course, we've had a few years in the past where we've had zero fatalities, which is which is good. But uh, you know, one fatality is too many, and, and what's been happening over the last five months is, is just really sad for all the families involved. And uh, I'll run through a couple of things the campaign's focusing on. You can probably explain a little bit more. Uh, the one being launched today: shared waterways. Yeah, look, shared waterways. Uh, look, our registration rate's gone from something like ten thousand. Uh, 20-odd years ago to over 30,000 registered boats now. And, of course, that's only boats with engines four horsepower and over. So we've also got a lot and lots of kayaks at the moment. We've seen uh, an explosion in uh, in the take-up of the plastic sit-on-top kayaks. And, of course, the uh, various stores around the state are selling, we've reported, you know, containers full every week. So um, there are more and more people hitting the water. We've got, we've got your rowing shells. We've got... Uh, off-the-beach sailing boats. There's all different sorts of craft now. People are getting out on the water. So everybody look after one another. Um, Rule 5 under the International Collision Regulations is uh, keep a proper look at it at all times. And that's what we're just mm. trying to get the message across to people. There is, They are shared waterways. No one's got too much right over anything. And personal watercraft. Interesting. I mean, we, we probably know them more as jet skis. I mean, how to use them safely. Yeah, jet skis... Um, not all jet skis um, operators are, you know, are bad people. There are some terrific people out there with jet skis, and of course the Taz Jet Sport Boating Club. We'd encourage anybody who's got a jet ski to team up with those people. They have some amazing rides. But um, again, with jet skis, um, there are rules around jet skis uh, regarding, and I don't like using the word, but hooning, um, irregular riding in circles close to beaches and homes and things like that. So. We're just asking the jet ski operators to be thoughtful of other people on the waterways, and of course, they are shared waterways. Yeah, and it's uh, another one. You're the skipper. You're responsible. That's what it all comes back to, Mike. And if you're the skipper, you are responsible with your boat and your crew. Um, it's the decision-making processes are yours. It's important that if you are the skipper, you are responsible for making those right decisions to ensure that everybody comes home safely and has a good day on the water. It is, and as part of that is making the right decision, as you mentioned there, Peter. A reminder that the best bit of safety equipment is your head. That's right. 
right. Um, the best bit of safety equipment you've got on board is yourself, um, and it's making those right decisions. And, and I reckon the second best bit of safety equipment is your boat. So if your boat's in, in good working order, um, all that gear that we regulate and legislate for, you shouldn't have to use it. So um, that's there as a backup. So you're the most important one, making those right decisions and making sure your boat is fit um, for the trip it's undertaken. And you touched on paddlecraft, as they say, hundreds, and it really is hundreds, and more than that, a thousand pretty much of kayaks oh. of multiple makes and models. Uh, I mean, they're, they're getting flogged off at a rapid rate. You just see them walking out the door just about. They certainly are, and we're contacting all the uh, all our paddle safe partners around the state and, and dropping information into them so they can distribute when they sell it. The kayak, and we, we, we go from our sit-on-tops, and we go from sit-on-tops right through to our... Uh, paddling, you know, the, the brand Epics, which are really popular around the state these days, but certainly the, the sit-on-tops, which are the off-the-beach type kayak where uh, we see a lot of people getting into trouble. They're, they're overestimating their their skill level with their paddling ability, and, and it's something they've got to be really conscious of, that they don't set out with the breeze behind them and have to turn around and come back and paddle into the breeze, because and Peter, it's interesting. The paddle craft ad's quite interesting. It features one of the state's best and most experienced paddlers, Ros Barber. Uh, but despite her experience, she found herself in a bit of a scary situation recently. Tell us about that. Yeah, well, Ros, Ros and uh, one of her friends, they set out from uh, Canelian Bay, I think, in Hobart, on a reasonably, um, um, you know, the weather wasn't too bad, but it certainly kicked in a little bit late on their paddle. And she, uh, Ros, a uh, very well, well-known paddler, was... Uh, had to be rescued by the police chopper and uh, you know, Roz is in our ad for that specific reason. We're using her as one of the faces of the, of the paddle, paddling ad because uh, she did go through a pretty hard time and, and realised that you know the, the, the weather can cut up pretty rough sometimes and you do need to be prepared. Um, you know, another thing with any sort of, of craft, whether it's a paddle craft or, or, or a boat, you know, it's really important you've got some form of communication on board and, of course, um, a paddle craft's not going to have a VHF radio on board, but we'd really encourage people to take a, you know, a mobile phone with them in a, in a Ziploc bag or a waterproof bag. So if they do get into trouble, they have got some form of communication. What about EPIRBs? Yeah, EPIRBs are, are, are a great tool. Uh, you know, again, they've got to be registered with AMSA. Um, it's no good having an EPIRB on board if it's not registered with AMSA. If anybody's in the market to buy an EPIRB as well, they should be looking at one that's GPS enabled, and that will give a really accurate uh, fixed standard about five metres. So if somebody is in trouble, then uh, they can uh, activate their EPIRB. The message will go to Canberra. Um, you know, around about 97% of the activations they get are false alarms. So right. um, it enables, uh, back in the old days when there was just the 121.5 EPIRB, it cost around about $9,000 for every false alarm. Registration process they've got. AMSA can actually ring the registered owner to say, "Are you in trouble? You know, are you on the water or whatever?" Because it could be a false alarm. So um, that's a really good system. But make sure they're registered with AMSA and make sure that it's uh, your batteries in service state. And Peter, just uh, so we just need to remind people, it's it's that time of the year and that uh, warmer weather. Um, what else do we need to be reminded about before hitting the water this summer? Yeah, look, Mike. Uh, really making sure that you, your life jackets are serviced if you've got um, an inflatable life jacket. We all go and have our cars serviced. An inflatable life jacket has got movable parts. It's important that it is serviced and up to date. Uh, look, we were out 
uh, at various boat ramps on Friday, and one of our staff found a life jacket which was supposedly only two years old, um, in service date according to the owner, but when it was opened up, the, the cylinder wasn't even even screwed into the housing. We'll be putting a photo on Facebook sometime today just to show people what uh, what's actually happening out there. Do yourself serve it or yourself check on your inflatable life jacket. Make sure it's serviced in accordance to the manufacturer's recommendations. Mm. There's a lot to look at, and uh, we really do need to be very careful, especially when we've got kids on board. You do see so many uh, people that, um, I mean, so many do, but there's an awful lot that don't put the life jackets on. Yeah, that's right. Well, back on Pines Rate, with the wearing of life jackets about 94%, so it's pretty good in totally. And, uh, you know, it's indeed in the States there, right? the United States there, the life jacket wear rate is 4%. They're trying to get theirs to 7%. So, um, you know, we're a long way in front of the pack as far as um, compliance goes with wearing life jackets. But, uh, you know, as I said before, a life jacket's only there to, to aid you. Um, the most important thing is you're not going to drown if you don't end up in the water. And the, the best way to do that is making the right decisions mm. and having the right boat underneath you when you go to sea. Well, when you look at the ad, you know, the paddle crafted advert with Ros Barber from Next Level Kayaking, you'd never think she'd ever get in a strife, but uh, all of a sudden had to be rescued because of uh, the condition turned catastrophically stormy, uh, as you, you touched on. So you, anything can happen in Tassie waters. Yeah, it does. And, and look, um, not a nice thing to talk about, but over the last uh, 22 years, we analysed the fatalities we've had, and and there's an average of about 18 years somebody's had a licence who's been involved in a fatality. So it's not as if everybody's new to boating. They're, they're, they're people that have been around boats for a little while. So whether it's complacency or whatever it is, but you should mm. never be complacent when you're on the water because you just never know. And, uh, Peter, is there anything else uh, we need to know? No, look, uh, Mike, thanks, thanks for having us. But really, we want people to go out on their boats and have a terrific time. Uh, but just for those in charge of the boat, just remember if you're the skipper, you're responsible, but uh, come home to your loved ones at the end of the day. Because you're la- launching the Summer Safety Campaign uh, 2021 uh, today, so we'll hear more about it. Peter, gee, it's been a pleasure speaking with you, mate. Peter Hopkins is the Master General Manager of Operations, and all the very best will land, and ho- hopefully a safe and, uh, well, free of injury, etc. summer. Let's hope so, Mike, and... Uh, Look, we always see some uh, dreadful accidents around that Christmas New Year period. Uh, historically, that's when we've had a number of fatalities or, or, or bad uh, incidents mm. and accidents. So everybody over that period of time, it's holiday time, slow down, make the right decisions and, and enjoy yourselves. Indeed, and have a Merry Christmas, uh, Peter, and to you and yours. Same to you, Mike, and all your listeners. Thank you, indeed. Good to talk to you. Peter Hopkins is the Mass General Manager Operations, and they're launching today their summer safety campaign. It's Tasmania Talks. Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9.